work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to the Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. So, uh, you know, one of the things we want to talk about is Christopher Ray and his cover-up of the Biden crime family and the, what the FBI has become. And uh, I was reading this uh, tweet from, uh, you know, a while ago, and it basically says, Ray calls... Uh, no, actually, it's this one. Uh, it is, uh, lest we forget, Christopher Ray was aware of the Hunter Biden laptop from hell in the year Donald Trump was impeached for the second time. FBI sat on the info that could clear Trump and instead let 45 be burned at the impeachment stake. How do we know? From the Hunter Biden emails, the same ones that 51 spies crafted a letter to lie about, then help Joe Biden win. They're meddling in our elections in every way. Why? Because they're promised. Well, number one, I think it started with Obama. And these are good. You know, these are actually tough questions to answer. You know, I can understand, like, for example, I understand how uh, BlackRock and corporation, multinational corporations want a super monopoly. They want a profit. I understand why it is that they want the Paris Agreement and TPP because they want slave labor, right? I understand that. I understand when I read the Paris Agreement or the TPP Treaty, Trans-Pacific Partnership, and I understand why China doesn't want to be involved unless America is involved and that America is because of America's purchasing power. I get that. And I get why they want slave labor in BRICS nations and innovate in G7 nations. That's the new world order. I get that. And they profit from this, this organized, you know, organized order of things. But the only way that they can control it without too much interference, too much middle class coming up to the cream of the top, 
is to regulate the middle class out of existence. Because the plebes, the 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 low class, the low end of the spectrum financially and socioeconomically, are no threat to them. You can go back to Rob Roy and all those old movies uh, from the eighties and nineties. You can go back to these Liam Neeson films or these Braveheart or whatever it was. Remember those movies? You can go back and look at all that. And there was this tax man that, that came in place of the king to collect their taxes. Without representation, they were just getting paid for you to be on their land. And that's not the way it works. In America, that's not the way it works. And that's why these things that we used to tackle back in, say, the 90s and the early millennial about eminent domain were so important. That's why the Patriot Act was so important. Because one day, sometime along the way, there's going to be a guy like Barack Obama. It's going to be some jive turkey from Chicago that's basically going to rig the system and wreak havoc and install a whole bunch of liberals that are just basically... uh, not able to put their politics and leave it at the doorstep when they go home. And so they get these radical, radical maniacs. Because let's face it, liberals aren't thinking too clearly. Look at look at what they're allowing to have happen. I got a picture of John Fetterman and his wife dressed up in a rainbow flag. This guy could barely speak in complete sentences, and he's a U.S. senator. And somehow the Pennsylvania Democrats decided to vote him in. And it's like, way to go, Democrats. Way to go. You won. What did you win? A toaster oven, Joe. You know, I mean, give me a break. What did we win for winning? And there's no way you can, you can't tell me. You just can't tell me that he beat a cardiologist. Dr. Oz, a celebrity, a guy that had his own show, a guy that was 10 times smarter than Fetterman ever would dream of being, a radical Marxist socialist in Pennsylvania? Are you kidding me? And they replaced a conservative senator, well, so-called Toomey or whatever his name was. You know, Pennsylvania's went to Trump. Pennsylvania is a state that overwhelmingly liked Trump. Even in 2020, that was rigged. Philadelphia rigged it. Pittsburgh rigged it. Everywhere that there's a huge concentration of poor black people, they exploited. Or poor Hispanic people, people of color. Whether it was Maricopa County with the Hispanics, Milwaukee with the blacks, Atlanta with the blacks, Philadelphia with the blacks, Detroit with the blacks. And it sounds horrible to say, I know. But I'm also watching this reparations play out. Like, take Lululemon, for example. Lululemon got looted by three black dudes. Looted. just, And so the two, two of the workers said, stop, don't do it. Don't take our Lululemon uh, 
you know, yoga pants out the door. And these black thugs, you know, took it out, took it out, just grabbed them off the sh- the rack. And so the CEO of Lululemon, owned by, <laughs> yeah, BlackRock and Vanguard. I looked it up. I posted it. I posted their two top shareholders, BlackRock and Vanguard, <laughs> Lululemon, Kohl's, same thing. You know, Kohl's is basically, Kohl's is where they take a Mike Lindell pillow and say, that's too insensitive. We're going to take that off the shelves. And during Pride Month, they're putting up display after display in your face with a bunch of people that want to have sex with each other. Freak shows. Because that's what the LGBTQ uh, community has reduced themselves to being. And you know what's interesting is there's a lot of LGBTQ that are rising up saying that they're hijacking everything that we built, this trans thing, and it's embarrassing. We don't want to be lumped in with that. Just like there's so there's a majority of black people that are great people that don't want to be lumped in with the black thugs and the thug life. And there's a lot of Hispanic people that don't want to be lumped in with the illegal migrants that are exploiting the hell out of Joe Biden. And so we get back, though, Lululemon CEO, Lululemon CEO basically uh, fired the two employees that complained about the black looters, fired them for not even standing in the way, but getting Involved a little bit and saying something, speaking up against it. Fired the two employees who are victimized by this thug, these thugs. And you're seeing more and more videos of people packing now. People have guns on their hips. And these black dudes are walking into these stores. And they're just basically throwing. I saw this video yesterday. Guy threw a bag. Fill it. Fill the bag up with money. And what do you know? The guy pulls out a gun and shoots him. And so, you know, where are the police? And not only that, but like I said in another show, I said, you know, there was this picture of the 60s kids dressed up in, you know, button shirts and, and you know, in dresses and stuff. In the 60s, we used to go to school. We used to dress up and be be respectful. Uh, we respected our teachers and 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 now all of a sudden we're living in this world where there's no respect for anything and it's a it's like a eating sugar and and then scratching your head wondering why your tooth or teeth are decaying because you got to you got to practice what you preach you know any athlete will tell you that not only the steel sharpen steel but you you practice the way you perform and every day is an opportunity to practice the way you perform on 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 you know at the actual event and so there there it is you know you you have to live each day the right way we have schools uh sam sorbo said you know he's he's very religious and he said you know he was showing a video of these kids dressed up in rainbows and prancing around and acting queer. They were like seven years old. 
and they were having fun. Like somehow it's like they're, they're sowing the seeds of this gender dysphoria and it's, it's sad to see. And so he just said one phrase. He said, homeschool your kids. But what that also means is I'm not going to pay taxes. If I have to homeschool my kids, I'm going to demand that that money follows the student and not go to the public school systems that are financing the unions, that are financing this crap on behalf of the globalists. And again, getting back to the FBI, it became woke because Barack Obama did this. He he fired everybody that was good and replaced them with a bunch of zealots that were paid to basically transform America. We're just five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. Wow, what a monster. I always used to say this when I heard that for the first time. I said, you know, Barack Hussein. I said, uh, you know, he and Reverend Wright who hated America. Not God bless America, but God damn America. Remember that? Well, we should. (laughs) You know, I always said, imagine yourself five days out from getting married. And you go and you I'd like to make a toast to my future wife. Um, we're just five days away from me fundamentally transforming who she is as a person. Everybody would be like, whoa, <laughs> this guy's a madman. This guy's a monster. That's not love. You don't love your country. Of course, he never did. He was a monster. And Democrats allowed that to happen. Of course, Republicans didn't help much because they put McCain up against him. You know, what what kind of dude is that? And then they put Mitt Romney up against him. You know? I mean, that was a no contest. Mitt Romney had a uh, softball he could have hit a home run on with regard to uh, Benghazi or something like that. And it was uh, uh, Candy Crowley uh, in one of these debates, you know, basically uh, rigged, showed CNN's true colors and and basically uh, didn't allow Mitt Romney to answer the question and, and, and defended Obama much in the same way that they did with Trump versus Biden when Biden said 51 CIA intelligence officers. It's no different. These media are covering for their corporate owners. Their corporate owners are owned by BlackRock and Vanguard. And the narrative is set. And the agenda has been in play for a long time. This is nothing new. This ain't nothing new. But James Comer had something to say because, uh, you know, the House Oversight Chairman, uh, James Comer, confirmed that the FD-1023 form proves Biden criminal bribery scheme after reviewing viewing it announces contempt of Congress here's whoever let's see breaking it says this is an old the older tweet but I'm just reading it because I, I think I misread it House Oversight Chair James Comer confirms FD 1023 which is a form in the FBI proves that Biden the proves Biden criminal bribery scheme after viewing it Okay, so there is a scheme of bribery 
that they know of, announces contempt of Congress hearings for FBI Director Ray, and uh, so that's you know basically in play. So Ray is contempt in contempt, but you got Garland protecting Ray, and that's what's happening. They can't hide the document that's already in that locked in the system. They can't hide it. So they're caught red-handed, but they're not going to do anything about it. Meanwhile, you know, you have Ray Epps running free, but you have other people rotting in jail because of the FBI. And the Pentagon is no different, really. I mean, uh, Obama had his way with the Pentagon as well. And now they got trannies running all over the place. It's crazy. But we'll take a listen to uh, what James Comer has to say. And we'll get right to it. We have a lot of show to give you today. So we're just going to get right to it. Let's take a listen. Entity. We'll hear more as James Comer is now speaking at the Today, Capitol. Let's listen. FBI officials confirmed that the unclassified FBI-generated record has not been disproven and is currently being used in an ongoing investigation. The confidential human source who provided information about then-Vice President Biden being involved in a criminal bribery scheme is a trusted, highly credible informant who has been used by the FBI for over 10 years and has been paid over six figures. These are facts and no amount of spin and frankly lies from the White House or congressional Democrats can change this information. At the briefing, the FBI again refused to hand over the unclassified record to the custody of the House Oversight Committee. And we will now initiate contempt of Congress hearings this Thursday. Given the severity and complexity of the allegations contained within this record, Congress must investigate further. Americans have lost trust in the FBI's ability to enforce the law impartially and demand answers, transparency, and accountability. The investigation is not dead. This is only the beginning. It appears this investigation is part of an ongoing investigation, which I assume is in Delaware. The Oversight Committee will follow the, follow the facts and be transparent to the American people with our findings. See, I think that what happens is this. I think if you sit there and do nothing, like say you're James Comer and you, don't do, you just say, okay, we're going to leave it to chance. I think it goes in favor of Biden. But I think if you keep on um, tightening the noose, if you keep on pressuring, Pressure, pressure, pressure. I think then you will achieve not only exhaustion. I'm thinking wrestling for a second because um, that's my sport. That's the sport I loved. But, um, you know, you will in the third period wear the, your opponent out and they'll, they'll, they'll crack. And I, I think at some point you cannot let your knee off their neck. <laughs> I guess that's probably bad in the wake of George Floyd, right? <laughs> but uh, no, um, you you cannot l reduce the pressure. You can't. You got to keep on pressuring. And that's what we're doing. 
on this show and, and elsewhere. But uh, uh, James Comer needs to keep on pressuring and not leave it to chance. I don't trust this investigation in Delaware as much as I trust. I don't trust the FBI. I don't trust the Department of Justice. I don't trust our government in general. I think our IRS is a is a is a uh, Gestapo like organization. I think we have a weaponized government. That's why we have now a new committee led by Jim Jordan that is the weaponization committee. Uh, But, uh, you know, weaponization of government committee or something like that. But in any case, he can't just hold Comey. I mean, he can't just hold Ray, Christopher Ray, Comey, Christopher Ray in contempt. He cannot just rest on that laurel. He can't. He's got to keep on getting the new documents and pounding away. And this is as big of a uh, public fight as it is a private one or a, a, li- a judicial one. And <clears throat> the only way that they're going to crack is if you get them pinned in the corner and cut their head off. So you have to do it. And uh, uh, we have an enemy within and we have a government that's going against its own people. And they are doing that, the motivating factor. Like when some, when a spouse gets murdered or something like that, you always look at who opened the insurance policy and who got the money, right? Simple Detective 101 work. And in this case, America has been bought and sold down the river because Black, uh, because globalism doesn't work without America purchasing power. I've been saying it and saying it, but that's true. And they're controlling the narratives and they're doing the demoralization of our children. And they're trying to impact future voters that are only two elections away if you're 10 years old. It's two elections away. You're 18. Four and four, 18. And boom, you got them. And you're opening the border and you're um, losing your identity. And there was that one report where they talked about the whole concept of of uh, like Target and Kohl's and all these people, these American brands, these brands that were American brands. By the way, the head of Kohl's was this guy named Baker. Uh, and there's a Baker Center over at Penn. Uh, it's a marketing and, and branding um, executive type of uh, research firm. And uh, again, it goes back to Penn and Wharton. You know, Coles and Wharton are connected at the hip. So <clears throat> I think uh, Baker went to Wharton and he was the founder of Coles. But. Uh, in any case, um, you know, they're all going woke for a reason. And part of it is that ESG score, which is environmental social governance, and DEI score, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so long as they play ball with these basically dictatorial marching orders, they will get tax breaks and credits. And that's the carrot and the stick. So they manage to organize it and harness it 
in a way that's carrots and sticks. To get corporations to do exactly what you tell them to do. Because, you know, let's face it, Larry Fink is on record saying, you know, I want to control people. We have to control people. Larry Fink has said that. And so, you know, um, here, here, I'm going to, I'm going to continue on because we have Marjorie Taylor Greene that wanted to talk, uh, that, that, that was talking about the FD 1023 as well. Let's take a listen. As you may have seen on the news, the reports have come out and it turns out that everything we have been saying is true. Today, FBI Director Christopher Wray brought the FD 1023 form that he has first didn't want to admit existed, but he brought it today here over to Congress to our oversight committee and showed the 1023 form to James Comer and to uh, Congressman Raskin. And there were attorneys in the room. Here's what everyone needs to understand. Here's the story. There's two people you need to know about. There's a whistleblower and there is an informant. Now, years ago, an informant brought forward the information, and that's his job. An informant brings information to our government because it's critical to the national security of the United States. This informant brought the information, they filled out the 1023 form, and they told us that our president, Joe Biden, when he was vice president of the United States, that he was taking millions of dollars in exchange for foreign policy decisions. This is pay to play. This is abuse of power. This is an impeachable offense. So this informant did the right thing. This is what he is paid to do. I want you to understand our FBI director, our FBI did nothing with it. The Department of Justice did nothing with it. And do you wanna know why? It's because they're protecting Joe Biden. Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland, Christopher Ray, our FBI director, Merrick Garland, the U.S. Attorney General for the United States, they are protecting their boss. They are covering up his crimes and his family's crimes because there's a lot more to this. Now, we've had a brave whistleblower come forward through Senator Grassley and tell us this information. We already know what it is. We already know it's true. And now today, it is confirmed because Chairman Jamie Comer and Congressman Raskin both saw the form, saw the information. Here's the issue. We're going to have to hold Christopher Ray in contempt of Congress because he refuses to hand over the form. This form is unclassified. He has no reason to not hand it over. The names are redacted, protecting everyone's uh, security. What is the use of an informant if you do not use the information that they give the government? This is absurd, this is ridiculous. What are we going to do? We have two sides here. We have people that are hiding the truth and protecting Joe Biden. And then we have the other side, that's us trying to provide the truth to the American people. And here's the real issue. Do you know the real problem? We are now a country involved in a war in Ukraine. And this is the country where all these problems exist. This is where the corruption began. This is where it all starts and it all stems from. And the Biden family expanded it to many other countries. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the Ukrainian uh, war is is uh, central to a lot of this corruption. 
you wonder if they're trying to cover it up, right? You know, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if that's what they were trying to do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was trying to find what I wrote about that. It's kind of interesting, though. You know, um, right here, let's see. Here's one. How did Ukraine get to this point? Victoria Nuland and Jeffrey Pyatt meddled in their elections back in 2014. And look where it got us. From Metabiota, which is a biology research lab firm, to money laundering, human trafficking, and arms sales that found their way into ISIS mercenary groups were a mere part of the corruption in Ukraine. They used a phone call with Zelensky to impeach a president that they didn't like. ISIS was a paid was paid in a multitude of ways to protect and distribute cheap oil into Europe and Africa, which is why Putin became enemy number one to many globalists since he was their main, main competitor with emerging Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2, his partnerships with Gazprom and Germany, that conveniently was sabotaged. Our State Department further overthrew Mubarak in Egypt, replacing him with Muslim Brotherhood Morsi, and murdered Gaddafi in Libya using Benghazi as a staging ground for distribu- distribution of assets for all the stuff they stole from Libya and gave it to ISIS mercenaries. They just stole it and gave it, and they used Benghazi to do it. I said, interestingly, ISIS mercenaries are also showing up in Ukraine. Also noteworthy, Mitt Romney advisor, Kofor Black, sat on the board of Burisma at the same time as Hunter and together they made a mint in the early millennial millennium, exploiting the early Afghanistan war. Look up the history of Russia and the Assad kingdom in Syria. There is so much more to the Ukraine story that meets the eye. And in 2012, there's this uh, article that came out about Iraq and Ukraine weapons deals. Interesting. An interesting partnership, to say the least. Let's take a listen to uh, what uh, uh, Tom Fitton had to say about uh, the FBI FD-1023. The whistleblower disclosures indicated that the FBI and Department of Justice are in possession of what is called an FD-1023 form describing an alleged criminal scheme involving then-Vice President Biden and a foreign national relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions. The whistleblower disclosures indicated that the FBI and Department of Justice are in possession of what is called an FD-1023 form describing an alleged criminal scheme involving then-Vice President Biden. That looped. (laughs) Sorry about that. I didn't know it was that short. All right. Uh, But, you know, on the flip side, you got uh, CBS and Catherine Herridge now covering up for the Biden administration. Catherine Herridge. Remember her from Fox News? Wow. CBS is trying to defend the indefensible. So new 
Catherine Heverage tweets this out. New White House statement, Comer Ray subpoenaed FBI unclassified record FD-1023. On the record from Ian Sams, White House spokesperson for oversight and investigations, this is yet another fact-free stunt staged by Chairman Comer not to conduct legitimate oversight, but to spread the innuendo, innuendo to try to damage the president politically and get him self-media attention. As Senator Grassley admitted, they aren't interested in whether or not the accusations are accurate, which rings even truer now that, well, that's just a bunch of BS. <laughs> All right. So let's take a listen to this question to Kirby and let's listen to how Kirby answers it. Uh, one question on the House oversight investigation, please. Um, as you know, on May 10th, they issued a report showing that the Biden family allegedly funneled $10 million into their bank accounts while Joe Biden was vice president. Members of the committee have said there may be several national security concerns at hand here with their alleged ties to the foreign countries. Um, Admiral, have you read the report yourself, and do you personally think that there are any national security concerns here? No, and no. Good. Thank you, Karin. So nice of you. In a letter to the president, six congressmen requested urgent action no and no. Uh, no and no. No and no is the answer, right? Um, That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So Kirby Vacuum is asked about the report on security concerns in regards to the pay-to-play Biden crime. He says he has not read the report, nor does he have any comments on it. Ray calls House Oversight Bluff. The FBI director's refusal to hand over quid pro quo evidence from a credible source on the current president of the United States exposes one thing, the politicization of the bureau in a sweeping act of loyal reserved loyalty reserved for state dictators or foreign monarchs. Christopher Wray has fallen onto the proverbial sword for 2024 presidential candidate Joe Biden at whose behest at whose behest. What's at stake for Ray facing contempt of Congress? Of course, he's contempt. An 1857 law says failure to comply with a congressional subpoena for testimony or documents is a criminal misdemeanor punishable by one to 12 months imprisonment. That's only for people who aren't above the law or people in the Justice Department who aid the ruling class to save democracy. Be assured, Ray will suffer no criminal repercussions for defiance, just as there will be no select committee or indictment of Joe Biden, not without a green light from Biden's AG Merrick Garland. Ray is not in the least concerned. Ultimately, the U.S. Justice Department decides whether to bring criminal charges in contempt of Congress cases. Two-tier justice America. There is one rule for to target. There is one rule to target. Former President Donald Trump and another rule to spare Joseph Robinette Biden. And that's the world we're living in right now, folks. That's why this is such a big deal. Also, the FBI, uh, James Comer wrote, the FBI confirmed the unclassified record alleging then Vice President Biden engaged in a five million dollar bribery scheme is from a highly credible source of course there's also another number floating around 10 million um then there's uh there's a new reports of hunter biden and new photos that came out about hunter biden being involved in pedophilia and 
not only that, but sleeping uh, around with his dead brother's wife who he slept with and dated their daughter. So it gets pretty gross and pretty sick. Uh, if that wasn't enough, um, we're going to switch gears. Guess who? who's a big old lobbyist mega fundraiser for Ron DeSantis? Bud Light lobbyist is mega fundraiser for DeSantis. So Bud Light and Ron DeSantis are basically copacetic. That's pretty sad. It says here, an Anheuser-Busch lobbyist is also a major bundler for Governor Ron DeSantis. Slater Bayless, a former Jeb Bush bundler, was even the third largest bundler for the DeSantis campaign at one point during his Four Seasons donor meet the day of his campaign launch. Bayless has raised at least $242,600 for DeSantis. Anheuser-Busch has seen a $27 billion wiped off its value, but BlackRock doesn't care. BlackRock doesn't care because BlackRock has a super monopoly and where there's someone doesn't buy the Bud Light beer, they're going to buy another one. I say buy local, buy craft beers from your local area. Stay clear of multinational corporations in general. Try to do that, please. Please, I beg you. All right, so interesting. Hunter Biden secured funds from China to invest in Arizona-based mining company uh, Freeport McMorrin, who conveniently gained access to a cobalt mine in the Congo. Biden then invested in Chinese-based electric vehicle uh, battery manufacturer Emperex. All this at a time when Joe Biden canceled pipelines and subsidized EVs, which virtually guaranteed the success of any battery manufacturer with access to the Congo and slave labor and supply chains from China. Of course, we've played this before. It's worth playing again in light of all the other things we're talking about right now. Let's take a listen. This resolution provides Congress with necessary information to review and address apparent conflicts of interest. By the way, this is Congressman Clyde from, I think, Tennessee. ...regarding President Joe Biden and members of his family. Without the ability to review documents held by the United States Treasury, such as suspicious activity reports, information which was previously routinely provided to Congress until the Biden administration... Without the ability to review these documents, we cannot carry out proper congressional oversight. Hunter Biden's Chinese business deals are just one concern. In 2012, as Joe Biden and Barack Obama ran for re-election, Hunter and his longtime business partner, Devin Archer, now sentenced for fraudulent activities, reportedly entered talks with a Jonathan Lee, a Chinese national who ran Bohai Capital. The group founded private equity fund Bohai Harvest RST-BHR, and BHR is Biden Hunter Robert. On December the 16th, 2013, 11 days after Vice President Biden flew to Beijing to meet with President Xi Jinping, Hunter told the New Yorker he had explicitly requested to join Vice President Biden, his father, on the trip and arranged for Lee to meet his father. The New York Times reported that Hunter, Archer, and Christopher Heinz served on the board and controlled 30% of BHR, 
The rest of the company is owned and or controlled by Chinese investors that include the Bank of China, according to records filed with Chinese regulators. In 2016, BHR, through funds that came entirely from Chinese state-backed companies, contributed over a billion dollars to the buyout of Arizona-based Freeport McMoran for the purchase of a cobalt copper mine and copper mine in the Democratic Republic of Congo, when my good friend Mr. Donalds talked about cobalt. Hunter Biden stood to gain millions on the deal. The firm also purchased a stake in China's contemporary Amperics technology company, the world's biggest maker of batteries for electric vehicles. Committee Republicans have already written to the Transportation Secretary about our concerns that due to the Biden administration's policies, American jobs are suffering. For example, Ford Motor Company recently announced that it will cut 8,000 more American jobs. As Republicans highlighted in our January letter to the National Archivist, the American people deserve answers on the extent of of Hunter Biden's business dealings, both domestic. So Christopher Hines, by the way, is John Kerry's stepson, right? He married into the Hines fortune. And uh, let's take a listen to this. Lara Logan really dropped this. This this was a while ago, but she sums it up. And again, it's worth listening. Take a listen. This this has not gone as well as Vladimir Putin expected. I don't buy it for a second, Ed, I'll be honest with you. I really think that um, there's so much misinformation. We've never really seen anything like it. The Russian military isn't perfect, but Russia is not struggling. It's hard to believe anything that our leaders tell us because they've lied about COVID. They lied about Russia collusion. They lied about the Ukraine impeachment trial. You see dishonesty when it comes to the Azov Battalion. The Azov Battalion has been murdering its way through eastern Ukraine. I mean, you can find pictures of them online holding up the NATO flag and the swastika at the same time. This is why Crimea wanted to be with Russia, because Western Ukraine backed the Nazis. The CIA actually gave immunity from prosecution to the Nazis of Ukraine from the Nuremberg trials. These are the actual Nazis from the Second World War, when you know that the CIA sponsored the color revolution in Ukraine in 2013 and 14. There's as much interference here as you could possibly imagine before we even get to Hunter Biden, Nancy Pelosi, John Kerry, Mm -hmm. and Mitt Romney, and all of their children who are employed, who earn millions from Ukrainian gas companies. Zelensky was selected, like so many of our leaders, with big tech and with election these days we don't know how many leaders all around the world have been yeah. selected for us putin has been warning for 15 years that he is not going to stand by while the globalists take over the world build bioweapons facilities ukraine has been a center of money laundering for many of the leaders in this country billions of u.s dollars have been laundered through ukraine and we say nothing about it these are our tax dollars and all those corrupt people in the deep state and you know what it's not a conspiracy theory it's an actual deep state Look at the SES, the Senior Executive Service, because when that bureaucracy was ushered into law in the United States right. of America, that's when we got a bunch of unelected bureaucrats well, pulling the strings behind the scenes. And these are the people that keep lying to us. SES. Yep. She is so right. That was worth a listen, wasn't it? Uh, absolutely. All right. So um, it's, it's here uh, we have... Uh, Congresswoman Luna, uh, let's take a listen to what she had to say about Christopher Ray. Let's take a listen. 
This was on. Well, we're expecting him to deliver. As you heard in the previous segment, the speaker even said that if this uh, FBI director doesn't do his job and doesn't answer to Congress, he's going to be held in contempt. You know, over the last couple of months, House oversight, as well as the staff that helps us run the investigations, has proven that we've actually been able to provide evidence. You know, before there was speculation on uh, the Ponzi scheme for influence peddling and also the personal enrichment of the Biden family. And now what we're finding is that that these are no longer allegations and we're creating a hard case. In my opinion, Maria, um, what we're seeing right now, if this is true, which I do believe that it is true in regards to um, Joe Biden receiving briberies and Hunter Biden, um, I I do believe that this is grounds for impeachment. And so it's important that we continue to move forward to bring this to the American people, but also, too, that we, I think, do a house cleaning within our DOJ, because as you had stated earlier, they are protecting this family. The FBI is protecting the Hunter Biden family, and it's not okay. Okay, and that was uh, Congresswoman Luna, uh, Anna Polina Luna, I think from Florida. And uh, she said that about Christopher Ray. L- listen to what she has to say about the Green Movement. Unfortunately, I think some of them are suffering from cognitive dissonance. But also, too, Maria, a lot of my colleagues, they seem to be... Um, I don't want to say brainwashed, but they seem to be so far fixated on this green movement. What they don't realize is the green movement and the idea behind it is doing nothing but enabling China. Look, I'm the first person to say I care about the environment. I consider myself a conservationist. However, what they're not realizing is the CCP is exactly doing what you know we should be doing they're expanding their global footprint they are basically um, going to other countries harboring those foreign relations so that they can obviously focus on exports for natural resources meanwhile they're pushing propaganda here in our country in order to economically hinder us and tell us that we need to ultimately get rid of fossil fuels altogether and so when these people see us bring up what's happening with the communist chinese party with the hunter biden administration and honestly the connection that this administration has to these green movements that are tied to the CCP, they think that it's a conspiracy theory and it's not. And that's why bringing forward this evidence is so important. Okay. I want you to listen to this. I'm actually going to play that one more time and I want to explain something to you. God bless her. But, you know, Anna Polina Luna, a congresswoman from Florida, is talking about how China is exploiting this opportunity to expand their manufacturing. And she's basically saying that they don't realize this. And if you think back, like Joe Biden, when he said, China, man, China, we could eat their lunch. You know, China, you know, China is not a threat to the United States. Of course they are. But he was playing them down because not only was he doing business with them, as we just pointed out. But he also understands that you could actually crush China economically. They're a house of cards built on sand. China is. And everybody knows that. So we could crush China. The world could crush China just by boycotting China. And and they would be... And China knows that. They know it. But what she's basically not telling you and I don't think she's doing it on purpose. I don't think she quite gets the whole picture, the picture that we actually paint every single day on this show, which is this is by design. This is the new world order. Bricks is the manufacturers. 
G7 are the patent and innovators and researchers and uh, developers. And so, you know, basically we have this, it's the globalists that want to profit from the slave labor in the East while producing intellectual property in the West. And that's what's going on here. This is by design, and China is in on it. That's why China is part of the WHO and the you know the, the World Trade Organization. And that's why they're involved with TPP, and that's why they're involved with the Paris Agreement. But they're the benefactors from the manufacturing perspective. And that's why the manu- it's so obvious that the climate thing is a ruse. It's a ruse because if we don't do something about all the countries at the same time, then basically you're going to, you know, end fossil fuels in the West and fossil fuels are going to be basically expanded in the East. And so therefore, um, you're never going to have a change in the O2, the emissions on Earth so long as consumption stays the same. And not only that, but there's not enough electrical grid to sustain any of the electric. So again, listen to it from that perspective. What she's not telling you, she's basically saying that the Biden administration doesn't understand that they're empowering China. The Biden understands full well that they're empowering China. Unfortunately, I think some of them are suffering from cognitive dissonance, but also to Maria, a lot of my colleagues, they seem to be... um I don't want to say brainwashed, but they seem to be so far fixated on this green movement. What they don't realize is the green movement and the idea behind it is doing nothing but enabling China. Look, I'm the first person to see. And that point right there is they know that that's what that's what the whole Paris Agreement and the TPP was all about. It was about empowering China to be slaves to produce and provide slave labor to the globalist multinational corporations that have a super monopoly over our mainstream media and our politicians. It's as simple as that, man. It is so simple. Yet people are not talking about it. Name one time you've heard this on mainstream media, what I just said. You can't. It's not said. Because they would lose BlackRock and Pfizer advertising in a second. (laughs) So here, someone wrote this. It was clever. So Chinese spy balloons are totally cool, but the Cessna that was registered to John Rumpel of Encore Motors from Melbourne, Florida, containing his daughter, grandchild, and nanny, needed to be forced to to crash uh, to kill them all. So it was a Trump donor that got shot down. That was kind of a, you know, an interesting thing. I wanted to play this clip from Tom Fitton. It says here, Judicial Watch sues Biden Justice Department for refusing to reveal names of special counsel Jack Smith's staff targeting Trump. Let's take a listen. Jack Smith is an evil, evil FBI guy investigating Trump. is refusing to turn over the names of anyone working for Jack Smith, the special counsel targeting President Trump. It's an unprecedented investigation into Trump over documents and frankly what I think to be non-crimes. But on top of that, now we have this unprecedented secrecy. We're not allowed to know the names of anyone working for him. 
Look, under Special Counsel Robert Mueller, Judicial Watch was able to get a lot of the names of those working for Mueller, and we found there was this uh, Democrat bias in the hiring, and obviously a ton of anti-Trumpers working there. I suspect that's what's going on here, don't you think? And that's why they don't want to give us the names. But the American people have a right to this transparency and accountability in this. So, you know, you, we know what's going on. We know what time it is. The ugly history of the DOJ hatchet man tasked to target Trump. Former U.S. ambassador to Germany, Richard Grinnell, explains how Jack Smith nearly rekindled conflict in the Balkans to get Trump. I mean, this guy is just absolutely a nut job, Jack Smith. Infuriating, while middle-class students who were born in the U.S., or came here illegally, have to pay their own tuition. Illegal aliens in Minnesota get free tuition. BizPack Review posted that article. Tragic Trump donors' family died in plane crash that caused sonic boom over D.C. That's kind of an interesting story. Uh, the progressive left rejects binary XXXY chromosomes in lieu of spectrum uh, a spectrum of sexual identities in order to sow the seeds, sow the seeds of disinformation, misinformation, and false interpretation to fit their agenda, the same way they do with the Constitution and the history of civil rights and a whole bunch of other things, really. Ex Anheuser Busch exec reveals how lefty investment firms pressure companies to go woke. Yep, they're doing it. And that's a written up in the New York Post. Um, and uh, just going through a couple of things before we run out of time. Over 100 parents and students protested Kellogg High School's decision to punish a student for saying guys are guys and girls are girls. There is no in between. That's a quote. In spite, in spite of today's protest, Travis Lohr will not be allowed to participate in the graduation ceremony over at Kellogg High School. That's in Idaho. Idaho, folks. Idaho is going woke. Man, you can't make this stuff up, right? Uh, 33 seconds. Let's take a listen. In order to be able to think, you have to risk being offensive. I mean, look at the conversation we're having right now. You're certainly willing to risk offending me in the pursuit of truth. Why should you have the right to do that? It's been rather uncomfortable. Except you haven't sat there and... I'm just trying, I'm just trying to work that out. I mean... Ha, gotcha. You have got me, you have got me. <laughs> I love that. All right. Hey, listen, we're out of time. We're really out of time. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Be sure to check out MAGAPAC.org. MAGAPAC.org. Make a donation if you can to advance America First policies. Help us advance America First policies. Use Red State over at MyPillow.com. We'll see you next time. Hey, grab a shovel, take the, the radio. Goodbye, everybody. Just to bury my kids right up to there.